Are you in an organisation where passion projects spiral out of control using valuable resources and budgets? How do you maintain enthusiasm for all those new ideas that people come up with in your business? And then how do you quickly decide when and where to proceed? I describe how I turn the lean canvas into an idea canvas so that every idea is reviewed by the intrapreneur. Welcome, my name's Dana Goebel and this is Diary of a Business Designer. Now you can register on my website, diaryforabusinessdesigner.com to get email notification of new episodes and other resources. Each week I release short episodes from my 40 years of lessons learned in working with entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs and designing businesses for successful futures. I love it when people come up with ideas for their business and it can come from all different teams. I call this phase ideation. It could be from customer demand, market trends, new competitors or just some really creative innovation, and it can come from all areas of the business. We have seen all too often how many of these ideas end up being costly mistakes because they weren't thought through early on the get-go. These great ideas usually sound quite logical, but they often forget to have a well-rounded view of what they're actually asking the business to participate in. Gaps in strategic alignment, measurable outcomes, testing the customer's needs and their willingness to pay, and of course the famous customer problem-solution fit. There's also capacity and hidden costs in creating a solution and channel effectiveness and competitors to consider. All of these add up to volume, margin and revenue capability. I created a solution for entrepreneurs and what I did is I took the lean canvas and created an idea canvas. Now you do need to customize this for each organization, but what an idea canvas allows is the ability for those ideas to be heard. Now, when I customize the canvas and I've added a copy of my idea canvas to my show notes on my website, and as per the traditional lean canvas, it explores who's the customer and who's the problem and what's the value proposition. But I also added strategic alignment because it's important that it creates value and aligns with the organization's goals. We aren't starting from a nil business. There is an established business already. And because I've worked in healthcare for a long time, the purchaser is usually a healthcare provider and the end customer or the patient is where the values also needed to be realized. And so I've teased out the difference between value to our organization, value to the purchasing customer, and value to the end user or consumer. I've also added impact measure because when you work for a not-for-profit or a social impact organization, you need to articulate how this aligns with the strategic intent for impact and actually how could measures of success be considered in this solution right from the get-go. I've added a competitor box 
and also a scale in each of these categories. So an easy glance can tell you what do we know, what do we need to learn, and how does this sit in terms of our overall alignment. And the last area I added is what we call a t-shirt size box. Well, I call a t-shirt size box. And by that I mean, is this a small solution, a medium size cost and effort solution, or a really big idea? And if you take one hour with the person with the idea, I have myself as the entrepreneur or innovation manager, the ideator or the creator of the idea, and usually one more person so that it really does become a three-way conversation. And it only takes one hour to whip around the idea canvas. And what that does is it's starting to identify proximity to alignment, what we do know, what we don't know, assumptions, facts, what questions we need to ask or more information. And quite often it's not about making a decision then and there, it's just understanding how much of it is made up with energy and passion, how much of it's actually real and evidenced, and what extra work's required to understand is this something to explore even further. I also look at the feasibility for the organisation and how hard it is to do and how much effort or budget Doing this for one hour with a couple of people every single time, it means that those individuals are beginning to learn their own self-assessment skills. After they've done a couple, what I encourage is the ability to be able to replicate that thinking, this full rounded business thinking every time they have an idea. And this way, we're not killing ideas. We're just sharing a really simple skill I have the tool usually in an accessible place on the intranet and I always offer my time to go through the ideation conversation with every idea that's brought to me regardless. In my last episode, episode four, I covered an example of a corporate solution that did not use an idea canvas and a lot of money was sunk. The episode before that, I used it for my own business idea, something quick and short, and it helped me make a decision. When you visit my website, Diary of a Business Designer, do register and because you're going to get a whole heap of case studies each time. And in this episode, I'm going to talk to a few examples of where the idea canvas helped make really quick decisions in the business. If you're listening to the podcast on your favorite app, please subscribe, like, review, or share. My goal is to get to a thousand followers. And of course, you can follow me in LinkedIn. I'll walk through now a few examples where people in the business have come with an idea. And the first one I want to chat about is where the team insisted that their key client had asked for this great idea It was to service the LGBTQI community and they felt everyone would want it. All our other corporate clients would want it and we would get major publicity from developing a program for this, uh, for the community. When we whipped around the canvas, I mean, clearly one client had asked for it, but we didn't have any evidence of anyone else asking for it. And we needed to ask some other customers. Everyone would want it was an assumption that needed to be tested. The other assumption is that we would get major publicity if we did this. 
we had a chat to a marketing department and external marketing agency to which they all shook their heads saying, no, we definitely would not get major publicity from it. In fact, it was already a very competitive area and us participating wasn't anything particularly newsworthy. There was a lot of specialist organizations with significantly large products. Whilst this product wasn't going to be a new one for the organization, it did need to redesign an existing product for the target audience. And what we didn't really understand was the cost of the redesign. And even though it was in our capability, we're unclear on how much effort would be required and particularly how much co-design would be required. And then when we started to look at what was already in market, what we did learn very quickly was there was a lot of alternative options. And in fact, we could, if we wanted to, create an alternative option that was lower cost because this particular solution did not align with our growth focus and no one else really did expect or want it from us. So subsequently, we did not launch this idea. A second idea was a very passionate head of manager wanted to add a product from another vendor and then clip the ticket. Now, this company was very well respected and it would align with our products And she was adamant that we only needed to click the ticket and it would be unique in the market and we would earn from that clip. When we went through the canvas, it only took an hour, we realized there was no evidence that our customers would actually want it and that there wasn't any product traction to date as this product had only come out of pilot phase with the originating company. She also hadn't asked how much they were going to charge us for the product let alone is there any scope or scale for an added margin. And there were already several alternative options in the market and no evidence of customer willingness to pay. We also looked at the size of our customer base and when you get robust on counting how many customers, how many sales, we worked out we would only achieve seven potential sales in the first year. We also needed to create a frontline sales capability with supporting collateral and website content and that overall it didn't align with our mission focused. So this particular enthusiastic idea did not progress. Another example was a well-meaning team had created their own product, had piloted it already for the past 12 months. They had never done anything like a canvas before. Now they had tried it with nine clients and they knew the solution and problem quite intently and it was well aligned to our strategy. We also had internal knowledge and capability. What happened at the end of 12 months, we asked to do a canvas to see if we're going to progress and productize what they had piloted. And of course, we had no evidence of size of market because they'd been offering the pilot for free. It was already in a very highly competitive environment. And what was required was to template the product for scale and repetition. We had nil knowledge of the client's willingness to pay or even a market price. We were pretty certain there was a few months work in trying to template the product and we didn't have that capacity. Basically, after 12 months, we were certain that there was unlikely any ROI and that the 
effort to do the product was never going to achieve the price that customers were willing to pay. A lot of time went into a 12-month pilot. The project was ceased. I really wished we had done a canvas at the start. We probably would not have gone into the pilot. Another example is where we use the canvas, it actually did acknowledge that we should trial an idea for, for a four-month period. We knew the market request, the solution, the problem. It aligned to the strategy. We had knowledge. We had capacity. We knew we didn't have evidence of the size of market, but we didn't know the cost to create this effort, and we didn't have any experience on the willingness to pay or the market price. So we felt for four-month period, we could trial the product. It was a low-cost entry to trial, offer it for free, but then start to test willingness to pay. What we discovered very quickly was the client's willingness to pay declined at a certain price point. And because we had piloted the product during that time, we understood that our ability to fulfill this particular product would never achieve the ROI against that willingness to pay. So after four months, the pilot was ceased. Now, so far, I know I've covered four examples, even though a couple piloted that didn't progress. But here's another example. We did use an idea canvas first. We knew there was a lot of demand and there was a lot of scale behind the demand. And that had been validated very quickly. Hence, the idea came into the uh, innovation team. We knew we had the knowledge and the capability, and even better, we actually had access to channels for this particular product. Now, capacity was tight. This was at the onset of the pandemic. We were pretty stressed out along with the rest of the world, and we didn't actually know what the production cost would be for this particular project. So because we had to learn some ideas, we decided that we should do a design sprint And the design sprint would give us the estimate for the development costs. And it did tell us that this was going to be quite different to what we'd done in the past. And we really weren't sure on how the market traction would go. The business did decide that to offer this product for free because the reputational benefit at a time of crises was clearly going to be of value to the organization. So it was a low dev cost. The design sprint went on to create a product and it did go into the market and we did offer it for free, but the viral spread was fantastic. The impact on the reputational benefit was also fantastic. So in summary, those five examples, we had number one, a canvas said do not launch. The environment was competitive and we could do it cheaper with an alternate option. Number two, the canvas said did not launch because there was no evidence of desirability and a very low ROI on the effort. Number three, the team did not use a canvas and they used 12 months of resource and effort to eventually cancel their pilot. Number four, the canvas recommended a trial and pilot, although after four months, it was evident we couldn't achieve an ROI or maintain our own capacity and had other priorities. And example five, the canvas recommended a design sprint, and that became our single largest used resource and built reputation significantly. 
So if you're working in a corporate and you're looking to trim ideas quickly and you want to maintain enthusiasm on great ideas, but give them some shape and scale and scope, I recommend trying the Idea Canvas. You can download it from my website. It's on the show notes. Feel free to email me with any questions. I'm also happy to come and have a chat with your business. I also recommend the book Testing Business Ideas, a field guide for rapid experimentation. I've put the link in my notes. Basically, it's using uh, Alex Oswalder's business model generation for a whole library of techniques for rapid testing of business ideas. Can't recommend it strongly enough. The innovation team uses it all the time because it just helps make decisions quickly and early throughout your design process. All the best and talk to you soon. Bye.